if I want to be serious about my career, I knew that staying in Houston in a remote world, it was a corporate HR job, but it was remote and not necessarily at the mothership of the corporate office, right? And there's a whole lot of things we can get into related to visibility and projects and all this stuff when you're not at the corporate office and you're remote. And so, uh, so I took, I took a risk and I said, I'm going to Bentonville. Uh, and I'll figure out all my personal stuff that's going on and make it work from that perspective. And so in 2017, I picked up, moved to Benville, Arkansas. Um, and if you talk about career taking off like that, again, I'm crediting that move for my career taking off because that's where my career just grew. I went from manager, director, senior director, senior director two um, into some large roles where I had a lot of scope and responsibility for Walmart. And without that move, mm-hmm. if I had just stayed where I was in Houston, none of that would have ever happened. My name is Fela Abioye, and this is How to Corporate, my digital show dedicated to helping you identify what's holding you back so you can advance your career. Are you ready for today's topic? Well, let's get started. Welcome back, guys. Welcome, welcome once again to How to Corporate. Thank you so much for joining us once again. So I got a question for you all today. If you're a manager or a senior leader within your company were to ask you tomorrow, are you mobile? What would you say? Would you hesitate thinking, uh, well, it depends I need to know more details about the role first. What's the compensation? Who would I be working with? Or is your response, I can't do it. Not good timing. I'm in a good situation right now. Why would I leave? I have everything I need here. All are valid questions and, and thoughts, but there's one really important question missing that we must be sure to ask ourselves before deciding yay or nay. Would relocating be a life-changing opportunity for you to move outside of your comfort zone, both literally and figuratively? Many years ago, my guest Sean was faced with this same conundrum. So in today's episode, we'll learn about his story, the how, the where, the what, and why he said yes to career mobility. So with that said, Sean, man, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you. Uh, If you don't mind, man, take a moment to introduce yourself and tell the folks a little about you and, and a little bit about the role you're currently in. Yeah, absolutely, fella. Man, appreciate you inviting me on, man. This is uh, such an honor, and uh, thanks for what you're doing here with with the podcast, How to Corporate. I uh, I wish I, I wish I had something like this to tune into as I was coming up uh, in my career. Uh, so, Sean Mayo, um, I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Uh, grew up in Houston. Uh, spent you know all of my adult or early adulthood, I'd say, uh, somewhat in Houston. So, uh, product of uh, a soft part. Um, Sunnyside is where I grew up and uh, went to school um, and, and graduated from Ross Sterling. Uh, so Sterling Senior High School, uh, home of the Raiders. Um, did a little bit of my, uh, say all of my undergrad and master's um, work in Houston. So Texas Southern University uh, for my undergrad, um, bachelor's in business administration with a concentration in management. Uh, and then uh, went over to, to the University of Houston to uh, University of Houston Clear Lake to pick up a master's 
uh, degree with a concentration in human resources. And today I have the distinct pleasure of serving as the chief people officer for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. And a lot of times people ask me, what, what does a chief people officer do? It's a fancy way of saying that uh, I lead our HR team uh, here for the team. So uh, again, super, super excited to, to be on and hopefully uh, add some value. You know, you spent majority of your years, like you mentioned, right, in Houston. And, you know, you mentioned you, you went to college out there. Uh, you know, went to Texas Southern. We both went to Texas Southern, you know, as well. And uh, I'm curious, um, you know, what, what brought you to human resources, right? So you've been in human resources for a while now. Was that something that you initially always thought about, right, from a career perspective? Or like what, how was that your first kind of level into quote unquote corporate America. Yeah, no, nah, man, it wasn't it wasn't on my radar at all. Uh, I grew up in retail. So in high school, man, I was working for JCPenney's um, uh, a seasonal employee going in in the holidays, cleaning up the store uh, after the holidays. And so uh, that started to really shape what I thought I wanted to do in my career. And so I was really uh, I was really um, I, I say intrigued by what my manager did, right? And so after the seasonal gig, I went to sell lady shoes to them uh, in a part-time capacity while still in uh, in high school. But I was really intrigued about my manager, and that started to to turn my gear towards. All right, this is what I want to do in college. And so I told you, I picked up this management uh, concentration uh, at Texas Southern, and so I was on this path that I thought one day I wanted to be a CEO. Um, or I wanted to run business operations for an organization. And so uh, I'm continuing my retail journey. Um, go from uh, selling lady shoes at Kohl's to selling uh, or, or to running the shoe department and becoming a shoe supervisor for Kohl's department stores uh, in Pearland, Texas uh, was, my, was my first location. Um, and so doing that, got into their, their management program uh, and all their college programs. So did an internship with Kohl's, did their management training program and came out of that uh, running uh, a part of their operations from a total store perspective. And uh, it was one day I got a random call uh, from my district manager at the time. Uh, and and they, they basically said, hey, our HR operations manager dropped out of this uh, out of this role for this new store we're getting ready to open in League City, Texas. Um, and you're going to go and be the new HR operations manager for this building. Uh, so I was somewhat voluntold about this first opportunity that got me introduced to the HR side of things. Uh, and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. I um, I had already made a decision. I was going back to get my master's um at, uh, at U of H, and and I know we're talking a little bit about mobility, but I was I was strategic in that decision and go to U of H Clear Lake. The program I had signed up for and got accepted into was a dual degree program. It was an MBA um, with a uh, dual degree in M uh, MHA, so a master's in healthcare administration. So I was being a little strategic. I had no plans whatsoever to ever leave Houston. And the one thing that attracted me to this program out of all the different things I was looking at is that they had a 100 percent placement rate at graduation. Right. Um, and so, you know, being Houston and how big the healthcare scene is, I was like, this is perfect. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go get this master's program. I'm going to graduate. Uh, they 100 percent placement. So I'll come out of this with a job in the healthcare space um, that I can hopefully grow my career uh, in the Houston market. Uh, went to my very first class for that dual degree program that was on the healthcare side uh, and felt like I stepped into a foreign language class. 
Um, it was completely foreign to me. And I was like, all right, maybe, maybe this is not the right thing, but I'm enjoying this HR stuff that I'm doing. So maybe I should just drop this healthcare piece and pick up a concentration in human resources. And so, uh, so that's what I did. First gig was retail HR operations combo job, uh, with Coles department stores. I appreciate you sharing that context. I mean, human resources is a great field to, to study and to focus in and you had your first chance to actually relocate right within your field. No, absolutely. So I'll tell you that Cole's department stores decided I, I was getting this MBA concentration in human resources. Um, and again, I'm still not necessarily paying attention to ever leaving outside of Houston. I'm, I'm, I'm Houston through like all my family's there, like just never really ever considered really going outside of Houston. And so I actually get this call from a recruiter that's working on a job for Macy's. Um, and it's a, it's a job. They call me about, I'm in operations. They call me about an operations job and I was pretty upfront with them. I'm like, Hey, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm trying to get into HR full time. Um, I'm not necessarily trying to stay in, uh, in operations. Uh, but thanks for the call and the recruiter named guy by the name of George, him and I still stay in contact today, but he was like, Hey, like you're interested in HR. Won't you come over and learn our operations for a year and then we'll move you into HR. And on top of that, they were selling me on the point that Macy's uh, at the time had a regional office that was in Houston. So he was like, hey, we've got this regional office in Houston. So you've got some, traje some trajectory if you want to stay in Houston because you can do HR locally and then you can move into some type of regional role. So you got a little bit of path. And so uh, so they convinced me uh, to come over and learn operations for a while. So. Uh, and then, then eventually move into HR. And so I go over, I spent about a year uh, out in Baytown uh, at San Jacinto Mall, um, um, learning their operations and, and running operations for them. And um, they gave me little projects from here to here to just stay close to the HR stuff. So I remember vividly uh, running their seasonal hiring program for them. And um, about a year into that, um, I moved stores. So I ended up going work operations at Sugarland Macy's, um, at First Colony Mall for a little bit. Uh, and I was there probably about eight months or so. And the region went through a reorganization where they picked up additional territory. And so my recruiter friend, George, um, he called, um, and said, Hey, we picked up this new territory, um, that included some additional states, Kansas, uh, I think Kansas, Missouri, Colorado, and New Mexico. And they were like, hey, we've got an HR opening in Kansas City uh, if you want to be considered for it. Um, and so uh, I ended up going to lunch with the regional vice president of human resources. Her name is Judy. Uh, been a great supporter of mine over, over the years. Uh, and she pretty much put the offer on the table at that point. It was like, hey, we need to do some things out here in, in these new territories we're bringing on board. Um, and, you know, you, you've been accustomed to the way we've done things in the South Central. It'd be a great opportunity for you. Um, and so they flew me out to, to Kansas City to meet with the district director of HR at that time. Uh, and then it became it became a done deal. So it was it was I, I would say I somewhat picked up and almost blindly moved to Kansas City uh, as my very first opportunity. But it was my opportunity to get into my first fully dedicated like HR role, right? Um, and so that became kind of my first move that I made um, from a career mobility perspective. Gotcha. So how was the experience in Kansas City? I mean, how did that change? I mean, what was it like? I mean, you, you moved to a new location, a, move, a new state, a new city. I mean, with, with some of these other moves past, right? You kind of, you go from, you know, it's kind of 
Houston centric, right? Right. So, yeah. I mean, when you kind of go from League City to Houston, it's not that far off. It's yeah. a couple of hours, right? You yeah. know, you're still pretty close to family. But then you pick up and you move across the country. Right? Yeah. You move no, man. Across to a whole new city and you don't know anybody. And you got this new opportunity, which is great, awesome. But that can be very intimidating, right? So, as I'm thinking about people that would love to maybe jump after opportunity, but they're like, I don't know anybody. I don't, I don't have family in the area, the state. What am I going to do when I get out there? How is that experience holistically just with working, just kind of adapt? Um, yeah. No, I mean, I, I would tell you, man, it was somewhat culture shock. I think uh, first, first moving out there, man, I tell you, I went to Sterling. Uh, so I grew up in the hood right there, MLK, Reed Road, uh, Sunnyside, Houston, Texas. And, and I actually lived there for what I would call all of my all of my like childhood, like I never moved. Even when I was working in League City, I was commuting to League City, commuting to San Jacinto, commuting to First Colony. So my base was MLK and Reed Road. Um, and I got picked up and, and moved to, to to Kansas, a little town called Shawnee, Kansas. Um, and um, I say it was culture shock because, I mean, I completely came out of an environment that everybody around me, everywhere I went, always for the most part looked like me. Not at work per se, but in my day-to-day -day living environment, Everybody always looked like me and you pick me up and plop me down uh, in, in Shawnee, Kansas and into a neighborhood where nobody looks like me. Right. Um, but I, I will say you, you talk about how, how did it change me, it changed my perspective, like just on life is what I would say. Like it it just introduced me to things that I really never, ever knew existed. I remember Miss Small, um, but I remember just riding down the street and noticing like just how different, you know, the environment was, the neighborhoods were, right? Um, I remember, you know, driving and saying like, wow, like these streets don't necessarily have potholes or um, you see these things. So I would say it just completely changed my perspective per se on life and realizing that there's so much more outside of, I'm gonna call it, if you will, the bubble that I was living in inside of Houston, Texas. And so um, it really changed me to really think about maybe I don't know what else is out there in the world or in a different state or in a different city. So for the most part, uh, just that perspective on life changed. Uh, I think that's that's a really good point, because um, I think the whole additive is you don't know what you don't know. Right. And yeah. when you uh, kind of bred in a particular environment and you don't have a ton of exposure outside of that, then, you know, you're kind of limited to some degree, right? So, yeah. uh, to only what you know. And so you, you take a situation, like you say, you drop down to a whole new state, whole new environment, whole new culture, to be honest with you. But then you got to figure out how to swim still, you know, in that. Were there any kind of hard days while you were out there thinking like, man, this is not really I should just pack it back up, man, and go back home, right, to, <laughs> to, to what I'm familiar with. And, and, I, and I asked that question because that I, I got to imagine there probably some days that, you know, it, it was hard to kind of adapt, right, whether it be work-wise, just personally. Um, did you have any of those days? Yeah, man, for sure, for sure, man. I think, uh, you know, the one thing I say made it a little bit easier, man, I, I got to give a shout-out to my, my now wife, but uh, at the time, she was uh, she was my girlfriend, um, and she, she made the decision a little bit easier to – to, to, to make that move because I called her. I remember sitting at uh, at lunch um, in, in the food court of First Colony Mall and saying, hey, um, I got this job opportunity they called and uh, they, they want me to move to uh, to Kansas City. And she was like, let's go. 
Um, and so, uh, so she came with me. And so I think that made the transition a, a little bit, uh, a little bit easier. And, uh, I, I would say, uh, for sure there were hard days, right? You, you go from having a support system and you know where everything is, uh, in Houston to everything. I remember, I remember one time, man, we were, we were out exploring the city. She had a, uh, she had a little orange Pontiac Sunfire. Um, and we were, I, I don't remember where we were, but we were somewhere and the car broke down. Okay. And so that was like one of the realest moments that I had. I was like, man, like, you know, you don't think about, you know, I had a mechanic in Houston that if something went wrong with my car, I know exactly where I was going and what was happening with the car. Right. We, we out and about, you got to find a tow truck, you got to find a, a mechanic shop. I mean, just all of the small details that you really take for granted when you grow up in places. And so, yeah, there were definitely tough days, right? You, you get used to being accustomed to seeing your family, your, your, your close knit family on a regular basis, right? Um, that completely went away, right? I think maybe that two years we were there, we may have gotten back to Houston maybe once or twice. Um, and so it was tough. There were definitely, there were definitely tough days. Like, so it's not, it's not necessarily for the faint of heart, but you know, I, I, I credit that move, um, for really changing the, 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 the path of my career for the better. Right. Um, and so you talk about stepping outside of your comfort zone and pushing yourself. Uh, that's one of the things that I think that that move did for me, uh, was really pushed me and put me again in a position that, you know, ultimately set my career up, career up to be where I am today. So. Awesome. Awesome. So, so you relocated, right. A, a couple of times you, you had the initial move you got out to Kansas city and you learned to adapt there. And then fast forward, now you're in Arizona, right? Working for the NFL, you know, Arizona Cardinals. Can you maybe talk us through like, how did you land there? Hey, if you're enjoying what you're hearing and learning something new, take a second to rate this episode and write a review. Oh, don't forget to share with a friend or a colleague. All right, back to the show. Yeah, let's 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 talk about that. But I, I'm gonna go back a little bit too, um, just okay. to get just to catch you up between Kansas and here because I had another move in there, actually two okay. if you want to consider it, right? So yeah, no, I go from I go I go from Kansas, uh, I go from Kansas, and then my mm -hmm. company Macy's at the time they call me and they're like, Sean, we actually got a job in Houston, uh, mm -hmm. so you can come back home if you want to come back home, and so I go back home. Uh, and go back to Houston. I'm like, why not? I'm from Houston. I've got this little experience. Let me go back in Houston, do some things. So I get to Houston. Uh, they're about they're about five uh, five or six years, and I, I move around a little bit. So I stayed in Macy's for some time. Got recruited over uh, to 99 Cent Only. Spent some time with them. Got recruited over to Amazon, and then I got recruited over to Walmart. Um, and so 2017, um, I'm at Walmart. Had been there about a couple of years, and they eliminate my position. Um, that is um, that that I was doing in Houston at the time. Uh, so they limited that role, but then they created some new roles. All right. Uh, and as they created these roles that we were going to compete for, um, you know, I had an opportunity to have a conversation with uh, with, with, with the lady that was going to oversee the entire HR team. And she was like, hey, Sean, I need to know as we're looking at selection for these new roles, if you want to stay in Houston or are you open to moving to Bentonville, Arkansas to work out of the corporate office at Walmart? Um, and so, um, and I've got some personal stuff going on that I'm like, eh, like I really need to stay in Houston to, yeah. to, to make sure I'm staying in Houston for these reasons. Um, 
And then um, I ended up taking the opportunity in Benville. And I'm like, all right, I, if I, if I want to be serious about my career, I knew that staying in Houston in a remote world, it was a corporate HR job, but it was remote and not necessarily at the mothership of the corporate office, right? And there's a whole yep. lot of things we can get into related to visibility and projects and all this stuff when you're not at the corporate office and you're remote. And so, uh, so I took I took a risk and I said I'm going to Bentonville, uh, mm-hmm. and I'll figure out all my personal stuff that's going on and make it work from that perspective. And so, in 2017, I picked up, moved to Bentonville, Arkansas. Um, and if you talk about career taking off, like that again, I'm crediting that move. For my mm-hmm. career taking off because that's where my career just grew. I went from manager, director, senior director, senior director to um, into some large roles where I had a lot of scope and responsibility for Walmart. And without that move, mm-hmm. if I had to stay where I was in Houston. None of that mm-hmm. would have ever happened. None of it would have ever happened. And so I go there, I'm doing good at Walmart, on a good trajectory to continue growing. And I get this random LinkedIn message in December of maybe 2020 from a mm-hmm. recruiter. Um, saying, hey, we're working on this HR gig, this HR job for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, mm-hmm. Are you interested? And I'm like, nah, like, I, of course, I want to talk about it. Like, it's the NFL. Yeah. Let's have a conversation about it. And I'm like, I hadn't really followed the Cardinals as a, as a team. I mean, I think I probably knew Larry Fitzgerald and a couple of other yeah. players that were here. But I told you, I'm born and raised in Houston. So, you know, mm-hmm. all my teams that I really pay close attention to were all Houston teams. And so I get this call. Yep. And, uh, um, I'm like, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like, all right, what, what do I want to do next in my career? Right. Like I know I'm on this really nice path at Walmart. So Walmart was good to me in my career. I know what's coming, what's next, but I also mm-hmm. have this opportunity, uh, in Arizona to go and potentially, you know, leapfrog where my ultimate goal from an HR perspective was to be a chief people officer one day. That was like what I wanted to do at the time. Now, and I got here, my horizon has changed a little bit. So I'm a little, little bit all over the place right now. But I think um, uh, I got that call. I ended up being a guy on the other end. And so in July of 21, uh, I ended up accepting a job here that moved me from Bentonville, Arkansas, to uh, to the to the metro of Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and so here I am uh, doing my thing for for the Cardinals. Uh, and that that that's an awesome story, man. Um, There's it, it, so many. Um, levels right that i could speak to about that but i I think the the biggest takeaway that i got from it was you know you never settled right you learn from the experiences that you had from that first move and 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 clearly the you know being open and and when your manager came up to you and sat you down and said hey are you willing to to make a move even though you're already in houston right you're already back home you're in a comfortable space you're around family like I said, you know, you're able to kind of probably manage things a little bit better. You never shied away from it and said that, hey, listen, if it's for the right opportunity, then sure, let's have a conversation. Because if not for that, who knows, you know, would you be in the same role that yeah, you're in now? Would you have, would your career have taken off in the same way? Maybe, maybe not. But to the point that you mentioned earlier is being mobile, right? That can catapult your career like 100%, right? Two, threefold, a little bit faster than what it may normally be, you know, without being quote unquote mobile. Not to say that you have to do it, but clearly there are a lot of benefits from being mobile. Uh, Because if you're able to take those same talents and go learn from different perspectives, right, it creates a horizon that opens you up 
opportunities, situations that you may not have been exposed to otherwise. So I think that's fantastic. Um, just kind of talking through that. So, um, so, so let me ask you this, right? You, you've had a lot of changes along the way, moved around to a, a few different places. Has there been any setbacks, you know, from being mobile? Has that ever caused any kind of vulnerabilities or any issues, right? Because move around a few times, um, sometimes people, you know, start to chat. It's like, oh, is it, you know, is he going to stick around, right? Are you going to, are you going to move on to the next thing, right? Does that ever come up? Has there any been any setbacks from, quote unquote, being mobile in your career? Yeah, yeah. I'd say probably not career-wise, right? I talked a little bit about, you know, this personal stuff I had going on in 17, right? I think uh, at that point in time, me and my wife at the time was uh, was was separating, right? Um, and so that was one of the biggest decisions that I had to make was like, am I going to leave uh, Houston where, you know, my, 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 still my wife and my kids were, uh, to move to, to Arkansas. And that's what I did. That was one of the tough decisions that I made. So when you talk about, you know, vulnerability setbacks, I would say there's probably some sacrifice that, that had to happen there. Now, fast forward, um, about two years later, we, 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 we rekindled, worked things out, and then they've been with me on the journey since then. And so, uh, so that was one of those things, right. Where, where I had to make sacrifice, right. To, 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 to potentially, advance you know my career right and so i would say from that perspective on the personal side yes there was there was definitely setbacks vulnerabilities career-wise um i don't think i've seen anything man. i think everything i've done and every, every move that i've made has been really really positive from a career perspective um and so you know that that piece all played out in my favor right um, now i wouldn't advise somebody jumping and moving you know every 18 19 20 20 months two years yeah. like i think mm -hmm. you know you know and sometimes opportunities present itself and you got to weigh out the risk of what what are you what are you gaining right for for taking that move because it does take a toll you know emotionally mentally if you will in terms of mm -hmm. moving and really trying to get settled into uh, a new place, right? And finding your tribe and your community and and just just different ways of life, right? Um, and so I think uh, so. There, there's definitely setbacks. I would say more of mine have been in the personal space versus the the career space. Gotcha. No, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, to your point, um, being strategic about it and thinking through the long term effects of it, not just the here and now where this role or this new opportunity will take me today, but where will this take me five years, 10 years from now? What's the overall goal? So, and, you know, like I said, similar to you, right? I, I was mobile um, early on in my career and that definitely catapulted me, right? To a leadership role much sooner than what I think I would have expected yeah. uh, because I was mobile and, you know, I moved around a couple of times, but then, Eventually, I knew I wanted to come back home, and I was able to work that out and and continue my career growth uh, since then. And currently, I'm not mobile, right? So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think the main thing that I always took away from that experience, and I'm sure you would, I, I imagine you probably share the same sentiment, is you learn that it once you do kind of make that move, you kind of move away from your tribe. You realize that that doesn't change the fact that that's still your tribe, right? Regardless of what part of the country, what part of the world that you are in, um, you will find a way to connect because people are important, whether that's through phone calls or Zoom or FaceTime or, you know, making visits every now and then, right? You kind of just learn to continue on nonetheless still. And 
and you realize that, you know, home is not necessarily a place, right? But much more of a, a bit of a community. So yeah. that's why for me, I know, even though right now I'm not mobile, I know in the future, I would never say that I would. Right. So does that make yeah. sense? No, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Makes perfect yeah. sense. I mean, let me tell you the story real quick. I know we yeah, man. going back. Let's go back a little bit. But I just thought about it, it was yeah. funny, man. Uh, I remember you talking yeah. about you know you talk about being a, a you know getting out of your environment and moving into a new one. It's another just small mm-hmm. little funny story that I laugh about when I think about think about it. But this is uh this is me going to Kansas City for the first time, right? So I come out mm-hmm. of Houston again. You talk about changing perspective, right? I'm used mm-hmm. to the grocery stores in Houston, H-E-B, mm-hmm. Kroger's. Mm-hmm. Fiesta. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Those are probably the three that I would probably frequent the most. So I go to I go to Kansas City and uh at this time, internet's internet is out there, but it's not as prevalent. Like you're not doing everything on the internet like you're doing today. So I'm out there mm-hmm. trying to find somewhere to stay. And I'm like, I need like an apartment guy. So I'm trying to get mm-hmm. to the grocery store to go to an apartment guy. And so I'm just driving and I'm just looking versus using GPS to get somewhere. And I'm like, I can't find a Fiesta. I can't find an H-E-B. I can't find a Kroger. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what, what grocery stores do they have around here? And uh, none of those yeah. are there. So of their course. grocery stores yeah. are like Price Chopper and some other things. And so I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. H-E-B and Fiesta are everywhere yeah. or Kroger's everywhere. And so, again, you know, changing, yep. changing perspective of like, oh, like, 100%. shit, it's stuff, it's stuff different out here in the world 100%. compared to 100%. everything that I know or thought yeah. I knew that was yep. in Houston. But it was one of the funniest yeah, stories where I had this realization when I was sitting there in that moment, like, mm-hmm. well, damn, the world is a lot bigger than I actually thought it is. <laughs> you know? so, hey, if you're enjoying what you're hearing and learning something new. Take a second to rate this episode and write a review. Oh, don't forget to share with a friend or a colleague. All right, back to the show. You know, people may not always uh, be in a position to relocate, right? Or consider relocation opportunities. Uh, what are maybe a, a recommendation or two that you would advise folks to consider when seeking out opportunities to grow or move outside of their comfort zone? Nonetheless, even if they can or can't relocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think the first thing for me, man, has always been about like passion, right? Like, is this next opportunity going to align to your passion, right? Like, what's the real reason you're chasing this opportunity, right? Because I think, and I see it a lot now in, in the NFL, right? Like, a lot of people um, come through and they're like, I want to work in the NFL. Like, I want to do this. Like, I'm like, what do you want to do in the NFL? I don't know. I just want to work in the NFL, right? Um, and, and I see that in other jobs too, where you, you chase something else, whether it's money or position or title, um, and you're not really passionate about the work and that's where you burn out, right? That's where, you know, you, you don't necessarily find that job satisfaction because the glitz and glam of the title, the job, the money, like all that stuff eventually goes away, right? You get accustomed to it, right? It becomes your new normal. And if you're not necessarily driven by the passion of the work, uh, you can find yourself in some challenging situations. And so um, I'm always a proponent of you know, chase your passions and make sure whatever you're doing is aligned to a passion or a goal of yours um, as you consider new opportunities. And then I'd say, think about what you may be walking away from in terms of a support system. I remember my first move that I made outside of Macy's. I had a really great support system. I thought my career journey was uh, was was going great. Um, and then I stepped into a role after that that I didn't necessarily have the sponsors or mentors and all that stuff in my corner that were going to help me to to be successful in that organization. And while I had some success, I didn't find myself satisfied 
uh, in that particular situation. And so uh, making sure you've got the right support system in place in terms of workplace culture, right? Is ter- in terms of like, who's your support system, right? Um, you want to make sure that whoever you're stepping into or whoever you're going to be working with um, are supportive of whatever your career goals are, right? Uh, and I think trying to establish that on the front side uh, is very key uh, to going in and not necessarily having these uh, un- un- unsaid expectations that, um, they may not be able to live up to if they're not aware of. And so uh, on the front side of that, making sure you've got the, the right support system. And then the only other thing I'd say, and the last thing I'd say related to that is to be great at whatever you've been tasked with doing uh, at that particular time, right? Career growth happens because, especially inside of organizations, um, is because of your your ability to execute and your ability to be really good at what the company has asked you to do. So no matter what role it is that you take or you assume or you go and do, in order to get that next one, you've got to be really good at what they've asked you to do today. So um so that would be my advice for those that may not be able to may may not be able to relocate. Uh Sean man, that that's well said. Um having credibility and being good at what you do is table stakes, right? Like you know, regardless of of all of these things that we've talked about, if you are not excellent and you don't execute and perform and deliver results and deliver value, then all this discussion around opportunity and mobility, none of this really matters because who cares if you're mobile, if you will just go to the next spot and, you know, stink up the place, right? So, right, yeah. I mean, you got you, you to be good at what you do, right? So, awesome, man. Well, dude, man, I, I really appreciate your time. Today, this has been a great conversation. And as we bring this thing to a close, uh, did you maybe want to share your contact information for anybody who may be listening, who maybe want to reach out, get in touch with you? Yeah, man, absolutely. So uh, anybody can find me on LinkedIn. Just look up Shaw Mayo. Um, I'll come up there. And then uh, Instagram handle, Twitter handle uh, at Sean Mayo HR. Uh, and then for those that just want to reach out and maybe ask a question or two, I definitely uh, provide my, my email address. Uh, it's mayo, so M-A-Y-O dot Sean. That's M-A-Y-O dot S-H-A-U-N at gmail.com. And so folks can feel free to reach out and connect. And I'm happy to assist in uh, any way I can. Awesome, I appreciate this. And, uh, and I'll definitely include this in the show notes. So for everybody listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Peace. Don't forget to like and subscribe. For more content, click the link in my bio to follow How to Corporate on all social media platforms. Until next time, keep building.